We back at it again. It's the Poster Boy Podcast. Carl Lewis Jr. We got Daryl Carter here. We're going to get into the, the ball and what everybody came came for, for real, for real. Let's get down to it. Let's start like your introduction to sports. So you said you learned to swim at seven. Did you have like any involvement in sports before you learned how to swim? Uh, not really. No, I didn't. I would. The first thing they just wanted me to uh, learn how to swim and everything, and then um, I used to watch baseball on 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 TV and everything, and it came across my mind I want to play and everything, and then um, that's how I really got involved with baseball. Cause I watched the Cardinals. And then um, I told my told my grandma told my grandma I'm like I think I want to try this you know and 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 that's what happened you know and they we used to start playing over there in the schoolyard they've already been playing in the schoolyard the oldest boy and so I went over there and learned how to play and taught my you know they showed me what you know, I need to do and then I just took it. And taught myself how to catch the ball, how to uh, throw the ball, you know, take the glove off, this and that. But uh, I, all then I fell in love, really, with baseball. Now, who all was in the school, y'all? Walk us, like, name some people. Who all, see if you can name everybody. That was well, my Uncle Carl, my brother Ernie, Will. Mark, uh, Wim, uh, my brother Wim and Carl friend, Smitty and Kenny, we all used to hang out in that schoolyard together playing court ball. Well, I used to watch them play court ball, you know, and, and that's how I start playing ball, play court ball with them, you know, and then, uh, Went up to, uh, they took us, grandma took us to Matthew Dickey and signed up for Matthew Dickey. And we, uh, everybody joined a team. And uh, that's how that went from there. Now, any of the, like, anything stand out from your times, like in the schoolyard playing with your cousins and your friends, like anything just on your mind that you remember about from that? Mm. Like specifically, whether it be something you picked up, a technique, or just a, a a real fun time you had, or maybe somebody got hurt or something. You no, know, I pick up uh, watching Carl and Wim and Ernie hit that ball real far, and I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. So I was learning how to hit that ball, and uh, my brother Wim friend um, Brian. We called Baby Doll. He was like, hey, uh, Darryl, uh, Baby Doll, I'm gonna teach you how to hit this ball. You know, and I'm gonna teach you how to hit it real far. And you know, he taught me how to hit the court ball. Taught me how to hit it. You know, I mean, I work on it every day. You know, and uh, that was staying out, watching them, how far they hit that ball. But I knew I'm I'm not a home run hitter, so I learned how to be a contact hitter. 
and that's what I did. He taught me how to be a contact hitter. He also told me I ain't gonna never be better than him. <laughs> yeah. now, now, so when you started playing, did you like immediately start to put in extra work on your own or? Yeah, I immediately started putting extra work on my own. So talk know? about just the extra work you used to put in. Just I, I used to play uh, wall ball and and throw the ball off the wall. That was wall ball. Throw the ball off the wall, catch the ball, and real fast, take the glove off and throw the ball, catch it, throw the ball, catch it, throw the ball, catch it. And then I, me and my brother Mark, my, my younger brother Mark, used to go play court ball against each other every day. And that kind, like another thing, how I got better on hitting the ball. I used to play every day. Me and him used to play against. I used to play against him every day. And I win some, he wins some, you know. And uh, but I used to work on my own. When everybody go home, I'm still playing wall ball, you know, uh, learning how to play, catch that ball, throw the glove off. Where catch the ball, put the glove on my arm throw the ball and I just take that technique home and look in the mirror and work on that how fast I can take the glove out and throw the ball I just work on that every day every night before I go to bed oh, how many hours a day you say you you spend working on that uh but I can I can say at least about two or three hours a day I usually spend time and, and you know from the playing court ball playing wall ball and, and going home and looking in that mirror about three hours. Yeah, you really putting in the work. Putting really. in the work. Who was some, like, okay, so who, who was your favorite baseball player growing up? My favorite baseball player, honestly, before I really understood baseball and uh, when I was watching baseball, the, uh, my favorite ball player was Steve Garvey from oh. the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay. Cause I always Steve Garvey was one of my favorite ball players growing up. You know, but then I uh, uh, and only reason that Steve I think Steve Garvey was stood out because the Dodgers was my favorite uh, team. The Dodgers was my favorite team at that time because I learned about Jackie Robinson. He played with the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodgers. The Dodgers was my team. Even though that I, I was a St. Louis Cardinal fan too, but I didn't cheer. Long the Cardinal were playing somebody up, I cheered for the Cardinal. When they played with the Dodgers, played against the Dodgers, I cheered for the Dodgers. You know, but Steve Garvey was my player because I played first base. And he played first base. And he played first base. I liked the way he played. And then later on, I saw this guy play for the Minnesota Twin, play first base, number 29. That was Ron Carew. When I saw Ron Carew, the way he played the game, the way he respected the game, not saying that Steve Garvey didn't, but Ron Carew stood out. He was a hitter, uh, 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 just a base hitter, and he, you know, he get 350, average 350, sometimes almost 400, and that's what I wanted to be. 
a 350 hitter or a 400 hitter. And and and, and Ron Carew respect the game. Not saying Steve Garvey didn't, but he stood out to me, you know. And when you started playing, like, organized for a team or whatever, what was your jersey number? Like I said, when I started playing ball at seven, my jersey number was number six. And how you come up on number six? Um, Steve Garvey. Yeah. His number was number six. Okay. For the Dodgers. So that's how I came with number six. Then, believe it or not, later on, another Dodger player, Dusty Baker. I changed my number to number 12 because I liked the way Dusty Baker carried himself as a ball player. But he was an outfielder, and but I liked the way he played, so I said, I'm going to have two numbers, 6 and 12. Like what I did, 6 and 12. One jersey I had number 6, one jersey I had 12. Then saw Ron Carew, I said, hold up. Later on, in years go past, like uh, when I got like 12, 13, saw Ron Carew, I said, hey, my number 29. And I started being 29 from what I'm, you know, what I what I wear right now, 29. Yeah. And you was always able to really just get the number that you wanted. You, you ain't never had no issues. I no. had to select a secondary number. No, I always had to, I always got the number that I wanted. Now, when you first started playing, you said that you didn't initially play for your grandma. No, so, I played with uh, Tommy Chambers. And did you, like, get a lot of playing time right away, or was it? Yeah, I played, uh, I played right field. I, I meant to say that. I, I started out in outfield. I played right field, you know, and, and my brother, I played against my brother team, my brother Ernie team. My brother Ernie hit the ball to me over my head and hit a home run. I went to my coach and I said, hey, this is not for me. You got to find me another position. And that's how I started playing first base. Okay, that, so that was, this was the first game? No, that, ain't, that wasn't the first game. I used to play right field up until, you know, me and my family members, me and my brothers and uncle, we were so competitive with each other, we hate to lose to each uh-huh. other, you know, and, and when I lost to my brother uh, one year, that was like in, I think I was in Baton 2 or maybe Midget 1 when I played against him, and um, when he hit that ball over my head, I said, no, I'm not playing this position. So you had played the outfield for a little while, and then like, after you played your brother, you said you wanted to switch it up. I want to switch it up. I think I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure it was – I was batting. I, I batting was like uh, 10. When I, when, I, when I got like 9 or 10, like when I, I started playing uh, baseball at 7 and played Adam – at seven, you know, and uh, then I went to bat one, and that's when I played my brother and them, and I was like, no, I gotta find another position. I told the coach, hey, I wanna play another position. And my brother, Ernie, and and believe it or not, and my grandma taught me how to play first base. And that was when you transitioned to first base? That's when I transitioned to first base. My grandma told me where I pulled it, Hold a man, how, how I pulled a hold a man on at first, 
and I was amazed how my brother played first because he was a great first baseman. And you and you were more effective at first base. I was more effective at first base than uh, any, any anywhere, and I I think I ain't gonna say I think I know when I learned how to play first and got that down. I was one of the best first basemen around uh, uh, Missouri. Even top my brother, you know. So how long did it take you to really? Grass first base was it like instantly you started you you was good at first base right away? No, no it took me curve? it took me a while. It took me a while because you know, the wild throws over there and everything. I had to learn how to scoop the ball. I had to learn how to lead the base and go catch a wild ball. I used to stay on the base and I used to miss the ball by standing on the base. But like my grandma would tell me. Girl, you can get off the base and go catch the ball. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stand there. So uh, it took me. It took me a minute. So your grandma was like coaching you up when you was on the other team. I was. Still? I, was I was still with Tommy, but my grandma was still with coaching. Tommy was coaching me too. My grandma was coaching me. You know, letting me know just naturally because nat- she know the right. game. Just, right. Because uh-huh. she knew the game. And and, and Tommy, uh, you know, Tommy was a, a great coach. You know, and um, when Tommy left on some circumstance, I don't know what, you know, and when my grandma took over, she didn't let the team fold. She took over the team. Okay, so he left. You ain't, you ain't right. just switched. Okay. No, he left, and she took over the team. I got, you know, I got she became the coach, because she was the scorekeeper at first of the team. And she, and she was already one of the, just the – Better coaches in the area at the time, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she knew the game. You know, my grandma knew the game. And she had won championships and everything before she, she started won, coaching. She, she, she won. She, well, she, she, she knew the game, but then when she started coaching me and then she was uh, start helping off on the other team because she was everybody's scorekeeper. Uh-huh. She was my scorekeeper. She was my brother Mark scorekeeper, his team. She was my brother Ernie and scorekeeper. And she was my brother Will and, and my uncle Carl played on the same team. And my uh, cousin Anthony, they all played on the same team. She was their scorekeeper. So, and they, and like you say, yes, yeah, she was always a winner. Because yeah. we was always winning. Let's talk about your time playing for your grandma. Oh, man. I, I love playing with my grandmama, you know. I know uh, she, uh, I mean, certain guys, when she came, took over the team, guys couldn't believe that she was our coach. And some of those guys uh, didn't stay. They went somewhere else. But uh, they didn't know that this lady knew how to coach a team. And we were still winning, you know. We I, I don't I don't know when the time that I didn't come in first place while she was coaching. We always came in first, you know. And uh, and she uh, she was amazing, you know. She knew her stuff, you know, and she took it serious. She didn't play with it, you know. She even helped other team out. With ball players, we had 
when guys when when, when they start seeing her coach us, coach my coach the team that I, I played with her team, you had guys come out for her team, wanting to play with her. But when she had so many people wanting to play, she put them on other teams. So they can build their team. So it went from guys not wanting to play for the little old lady to everybody wanna play, play for. Her. Everybody wanna play for her. <laughs> you know, and and she started some guys, she helped some managers out with their team. Uh-huh. And some of the guys on my team used to get mad because they, they, the they felt that they she was giving away some good players. Uh-huh. You know. But Yeah, I was still winning. We were still winning. You know. I know it, it kind of made me upset a couple of times because uh, she gave away a couple of players that I felt should have been there. Yeah. You know, and uh, but hey, she, she was the coach. You know, I didn't look at it as my grandma was doing it. I looked at it as my coach. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I played with her all my, all, you know, I played with her. All the way up till I stopped playing soccer. I mean baseball. Till I stopped playing baseball. Now, like, as you were playing baseball, was it anything that like, you had to like? Uh, I guess learning first base was like you overcame that. But was it any other obstacles, or was was you pretty much a natural out there? I was like I said when I used to work at home mm-hmm. and. Uh, Work on catching the ball, taking right. the ball, taking the ball out my glove, and and my brother and them hitting the ball to me, feeling the ball, you know this and that. I became one of the great first basemen, you know, and and then I felt that I can play anywhere in that infield, you know. I can I can play it anywhere in that infield because that's how good my glove was. So once you got comfortable in that infield, there wasn't really no more obstacles out there in baseball for you. No, it wasn't no more obstacles. You know, I, I, I took playing that. I learned how to play first base, and I learned how to catch that ball so well, uh, I started forgetting that quarter. Darrell, you got to hit the ball too now. You know, so I had to work back, work even harder on my hitting, you know, to uh, – to keep up with my plan because my glove was so amazing, you know, and uh, so, and, 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 and it was funny the way I played against other teams because they used to play me, you know, cheap like I couldn't play. That's how the game plan for right, you, like you was a weak link. Like I was a weak link, you know, it was funny. That ain't last my, too long. My, my, my grandma would just say, I need you to bump the ball down to third base. I say, okay. I bumped the ball down to third base. And I was so fast at that time. And I bumped the ball, make it a, make it a first with no problem. Then the third base used to come in. She said, Darrell, this time I want you to bump the ball down to first base. Mm-hmm. So I bumped the ball down to first base. And make it, I'm safe at first. So now I got the third base coming in, got the first base coming in, got the second base coming in. She said, I want you to bunt the ball to the pitcher. I used to bunt the ball, make the pitcher come out the mound, go get the ball, and I used to make it to first base because I was so fast. So now I got the infield, you know, out there, you know, they, they didn't know how to play me. So they start coming up, this and that. 
Now I want you to pop the ball over the second base head because they didn't know I knew how to hit. You start, you start off by now. Right, I start off by <laughs> You know, and when I hit that ball, when, you know, when I hit the ball over the second base, now they know I can hit. Uh-huh. You know, so they didn't know how to play me. Right, you already fought his in. Right, already. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I mean, I look, like I said, I learned how to play that game, man, and, and, and still learning, and, you know, playing that game. Cause I love that game. Yeah, I love the game of baseball. That's a beautiful thing. Now, was you playing basketball while you was playing baseball when you was younger, or was you just playing solely on baseball? When you I was playing, playing basketball. basketball, too. I was playing basketball in school, y'all. We started on... This thing we call the monkey ball in school. Okay, yard. okay. I remember we, playing on the monkey ball yeah, in school. Yeah, we, we played on the monkey ball, you know, in the school yard. But me and my brother Mark, honestly, we started inside the house mm-hmm. with a sock mm-hmm. and with a hanger, and we could play basketball with. That's how we learned how to play basketball in the house. Well, that's how we learned how to shoot the ball in the house. Cause we used to play with a sock and a, and made a hanger out of a bass and took some screw string and made it out of net, yeah. <laughs> you know. So before before the nerd basketball realm came out, you know, we started that and we should have got money off of that because uh, we the ones started so that. It wasn't even no nerd home. It wasn't no nerd. So you you and Mark just so even put the hanger on the on 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 the uh, door. Right on the door. Man. Yeah, we start playing like that, and then we took it over. We got a basketball, went over to the monkey bar, and start playing over there at the monkey bar. Everybody used to start like they look it up, like what the fuck they doing? Then the, the neighborhood start coming. We start playing the neighborhood. We start playing at the monkey bar. We didn't go to the basketball court right away. We were playing at the monkey bar, and then we then we left the monkey bar. Then we went to the basketball court. You know, then but we never forgot the monkey bar. We always came back and played as the monkey bar. Yeah. Now you was a lefty. The, the right. basketball, the lefties be like real, real nice anyway. Right. But like, can you talk about some of your influences in, in, in basketball? Some of your favorite basketball players? Well, you know, at that time, you know, back then, I really, uh, Dr. J, Kareem, Magic. I used to watch, you know, but it's just one guy that stood out to me more than anybody, and that was number 23. Oh, you got to watch him like as soon as he yeah. came in the league. When Mike came, went to North Carolina, and then when he came to the league, then when he shaved his head, I shaved my head. <laughs> I wanted to be like Mike. Yeah. Start buying shoes like Mike. Start buying Michael's shoes. I wanted to be like Mike. You know, and uh, I used to play star playing, you know, play hog at, at the place we call Tanny, Tanny Park. Played in that um, uh, uh, gymnasium. And guys thought I couldn't play. They giving them buckets. Yeah. They thought I couldn't play and everything. And then uh, I had a friend named Henry Keys. We used to, uh, I used to sit on the bench and he used to pick team. They just picked team. I just sit there, and he go like, uh, he wait to the end and go, I, I'm gonna take him, cause they thought I couldn't play, so uh-huh. nobody chose me. Uh-huh. So he did, cause he always told me, Daryl, just sit down. 
you know, I got you. You was the ringer. Right. <laughs> so when he came to his last pick, he picked me. And they like, why are you picking him? This that. He said, you'll see. some bucket. Right, you'll see. So we ran the court, you know, and they thought, and then they knew that I could play this game, you know. But overall, I had this friend named uh, Burdette with a brother named Demetri. And Demetri was a good dribbler. He used to dribble his butt off. I mean, he was real good. You know, and uh, I went to him uh, and I asked him uh, to teach me how to dribble like this. Yeah. Teach me how to take the ball behind my back, take, me how to take it through my leg. And he taught me how to do all that. Take it through my leg. I was amazed, because I didn't think I would learn that. But get back where my grandfather always taught me. Don't ever say you say can't. You so how can you know? How can you say you can't do it you to if do it. you didn't try to do it? So when he taught me how to do that, I work on it day and night. I work on it how to take the ball behind my back, take it through my leg, take it back, backward through my leg, frontward through my leg, and I and just like I played baseball. You spent hours on that I too. I spent hours on that. Every day. Every day. How to do that. You know, and uh and then now that was another weapon to my game. I always was a good shooter. Now I became a good dribbler but they didn't know that. Uh-huh. You know. I was like, you was killing. What was your jersey now? Um uh, I didn't you know what? I didn't I, I didn't play on a team. I was like you had no organized basketball. I didn't I don't know, I played street ball. I was you was giving them buckets though. I was giving them buckets. I played street ball. And then I, uh, when I got old enough, started going to high school. When I went to high school, I played for something. What jersey number you wear? Something. Uh, I, honestly, I really don't even know. You know, I played, uh, I played B team, and uh, he didn't really play me. You know, and uh, I was kind of, I was kind of hurt at first. You know, but then I really didn't care because. I'm a baseball player. Uh-huh. I went. I went to play baseball. You know, and to this day, I tell anybody. I know my brother them gonna hate me saying it, but Sumner was the wrong school for me to go to playing baseball. Yeah, where you, where you think you should have went? I should have went like my mom wanted me to go to Old Fallon Tech. Yeah, and I should have went to Old Fallon Tech. Yeah, or or Riverview Garden. Yeah. But I wanted to stay at Sumner because of my friends, you know, and uh, not knowing that the coach they have there really wasn't into baseball like I thought he was. Mm-hmm. He was more a rousing coach than than a baseball coach. He wanted me to, when I came there, first thing he came out of his mouth, oh, I know you, you Mr. Matthew. You Mr. Matthew Dickey. You're a poster boy. I'm a poster boy. <laughs> you know, you're a poster boy, this and that. I watch you play. I don't want you to play B team. I want you to play voicing for me. Won't you come out for voicing? I say, no, I can't come out for voicing. Mm-hmm. And he like, why? I said, my brother played voicing. And we play the same position. And I'm not going to go and compete with my brother. He said, you can come and compete with who your brother? Big E. You know, oh. Big E your brother, is that what he said? Big E your brother? I said, yeah, Big E my brother. 
you can come, you know, I want y'all, you know, no. I refuse to come up there and play, go against my brother, because I knew my grandfather wouldn't like that. Because he didn't, you know, want us to come home arguing and this and that and all that crazy stuff at home. You ain't thinking about playing in the outfield? No. I wasn't going to play the outfield. I play first base. base. Uh-huh. And I knew that they who they had on B team couldn't touch me at first uh-huh. base. Because you're supposed to be on voice. Right. But I played. I uh, went out for the B team. I made it. Uh, and I beat the guy out. First game came, I learned, you know, that I wasn't playing. He put me on the bench. He didn't start me, and I and I told him, I'm sorry, Coach, I don't sit on the bench in baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might have been wrong to me. I told him, I don't, I just don't sit on the bench. I sit on any sports. But baseball, I ain't sitting on nobody's bench. Right. Especially when I knew that I beat a person out. Mm-hmm. And he told me that uh, I learned that it was told to not to play me because I didn't play for Voicey. Didn't come out for the Voicey team. So, so the Voicey coach already sent word down to the B team coach not to play me. So I turned my uniform in, you know. So I said, well, I got my sophomore year. So my sophomore year came around, went off for the team, made the team, did the same thing. He wanted me to play Voicey, but my brother was still there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to do that. So, first game, I'm sitting on the bench again, turn my uniform in. Then I know my brother gone now. It's my junior year. Mm-hmm. I went out, played. I mean, I went out, uh, beat the guy out for uh, for the team. The same guy you've been beating the whole time. You know, same guy I've been beating the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Then they had another guy who probably been a protege uh, after my brother. And he was a senior. He, he, he was a senior now. And I beat him out. Okay. So, first game, I'm on the bench. Turn my uniform in. This was to the varsity coach. Right, it's the varsity coach. He said, Carter, uh, why you keep turning your uniform? And I said, because you're not playing me. I told you, I don't sit on nobody's bench uh-huh. in baseball. I'm sorry. Especially when I work hard for this position. I, I, I beat a person out for this position. Now you don't want to play me. Now I'm up here, you don't want to play me. Because you upset because I didn't come up here when you wanted me to come up here to sit on your bench to... Watch my brother play. That's all you wanted me to do, sit on your bench and watch my brother play. And I wasn't going to do that. Mm-hmm. When I know I to be, I can play at my freshman, sophomore year mm-hmm. down in B team. And so he didn't play me. So I turned my uniform in again. So my senior year came around. I couldn't play baseball. Called... Uh, I had a bone growing out my right arm. And the doctor told me that uh, once he uh, cut this bone again, uh, if I bruise it or it grow back, he might have to cut my whole arm. And I didn't want that to happen, so I stopped playing baseball. 
You know, that's the reason why I stopped playing baseball because of that. I, that last surgery I had on my arm stopped me from playing baseball because I was scared that I might hurt my arm or this ball might grow back, grow again. He told me that he felt that I was through growing so the bone won't grow. But I know I used to bruise my arm a lot playing baseball. So I didn't play no more. Cause I couldn't go through this all over again. This process all over again. Learn how to do everything. I, I couldn't I couldn't do that. So that's the reason why I stopped playing baseball. I had a lot of goals for me to go to college, yeah. to play baseball for the University of Texas. That's what I wanted to go to. University of Texas or University of Arizona State. You know, and it didn't happen. A tough decision, huh? Right. It didn't happen. Hell. Well, man, we covered a lot real quick. Um, I really don't want to give them no more. They're going to have to tune in to the next episode. Okay. That was the Poster Boy Podcast. This was the balling episode, what everybody was looking for. Y'all make sure y'all check it out, share it on all y'all podcast apps, tell your friends about it.